Hey guys, sorry that we haven't released a podcast in about three weeks. Life's been a little bit crazy for me. I'm the one in charge of all the, you know, editing and putting together the podcast, setting up interviews. So three weeks ago at my other job, I work as a route setter at the local rock climbing gym in Jacksonville, Florida. I fell just over 20 feet and slammed my head and back into a ladder that was behind me because of a knot that was incorrectly placed by a coworker. It's kind of a long story, but the short story is I fell 20 feet, I went to the hospital, um, I got a CAT scan, everything looked good, but just it's been a little bit of time for me to heal. So I still have some back and neck pain, but it looks like there's no serious damage, just really bad case of whiplash. So I have not been doing much computer work and just kind of trying to stay afloat with my other work. And um, since I've had to take some time off from that, um, I've just been trying to get back into the swing of things. So I apologize that you've had to wait so long. And we haven't released much for the podcast, Um, but I am doing much better now. So hopefully we can resume back to like a weekly podcast schedule. So I'm working on lining up interviews for the next couple of weeks. And um, I think our next podcast will be with Trig Watson next week. I'm posting a conversation I had weeks ago with Eric, Casey, and Sebastian, and we're just discussing magic. Um, It was one of the days that we had traveled to Orlando at the beginning of April in order to... Actually, I guess it was the end of March that we traveled because it was for the April 1st release of the newest video show. So we do a lot of work when we go out to Orlando. We do the video show, get that all done, and then we record some deck reviews And then at night, we often do podcasts. So we did a couple in a row. So this one, you can kind of tell when you're listening that we sound a little tired. We're not as, I guess, quick-witted as we usually are because we are. We're hilarious. We're so funny. Just kidding. Anyways, um, yeah, so we're just putting in a ton of work right now to try and keep everything going. We just need your support. So please tell your friends. Share this on social media. Let people know about Slighted. The more viewers and listeners we have, the more we can get done each week and the more support we have. All right, let's jump into the interview. Welcome to the Slided Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Nicole, and I'm sitting here again for like the millionth time with Eric, Casey, and Sebastian. Yeah, we'll leave then if you want us to. Yeah, I'll have this discussion by myself. It'll be awesome. But no one one cares what you have to say. That's not true. Ask the viewers on the next question on Instagram, hey, do you really care about my opinion <laughs> or will. Eric and Sebastian? I will. I will. That'll be the question that I'm going to pose. Are you the host or the talent? This is hurtful. <laughs> well, I was, I was just trying to be misogynist and be like, it was because we were a woman, but now we're making it personal, and I, that was not the direction I wanted this to go down. Sorry, brother, sister, can't help it. Yeah. But now it's rude coming from me. You guys can do that, but if I'm just like personally attacking you, that's Sebastian's not Sebastian's okay. like, yeah, get her. <laughs> Wait, what would happen? Would you agree with Sebastian? Would you be like, whoa, that's my sister. Once I started, I'd have to agree because I'm stubborn. That's my problem. So He's I just like, have to get him to say one rude if, thing. If if Sebastian, he already did. Start, if, Sebastian, <laughs> if Sebastian led with the mean, I'd be like, hey, 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 hey. 
Hey, buddy. Then I have to say something negative to Sebastian. Then if I say something negative to you, and then let Sebastian continue. Because okay. I just want to be the first to Wow, say it. I don't know if we're going to keep this. I probably will. I think it's worth it. <laughs> In case you were curious as to who we are. I, I told the viewers already. You're saying that like I didn't told introduce the you. Who we are? Oh, that thing. Yeah. No, no, no. The, the, that that is my who I truly am. All right, now we got it. <laughs> Just edit that for All right, all right. Okay, let's get back on track. And a couple of questions today. We're going to talk about magic, just a little oh. more generally, rather than what we've been talking about. So the first question is, uh, what was the first magic trick you have ever seen? I'll go first. Uh, the first magic trick was this guy called, there, there was a bunch of adults over and he was doing magic for the adults at my parents' house. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to pick on a little kid. Mm-hmm. How old were you? I was like seven, I think. I six? Think so. I think. No. No? You're older than six because I was there for a bit of it. Okay. And I was so not seven. Oh, I, was, I was like three or four. Okay. Uh, I think I, all right. So seven. And he did this magic trick where he made a pencil completely disappear. And I was very much stunned, but all the adults were laughing because he had stuck it behind his ear, but he'd done it. Whoa, we've already talked about not revealing methods. (laughs) So, and there was this whole speech on perspective and stuff. I'm pretty sure he was using that as an example of different people's perspectives. And all the adults laughed at me, so I will never forget that. That's probably why I didn't get into magic like you did, Eric, is because my first experience with magic, I was being laughed at by adults. Yeah. Or because you're a woman and they just don't get into magic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could be that. And the theme, the theme of this podcast is yeah. just... <laughs> not holding back. Crap yeah. shit on Chelsea. Yes. Oh, I don't want to say the word. Yeah. I was going to say crap on Chelsea. That actually sounds worse to me. I'd rather say... Just crud shoot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'll answer. Yeah. My first trick was that same night. And I was like three or four, depending on how old Chelsea was. I don't actually know. I very hazily remember the effect I don't remember this one at all. I remember it as a guy, the guy, same guy, Forrest Hendricks, I'll, I'll say his name. I'm still very close with him, actually. Uh, he performed, well, he showed a mousetrap, had, like, a carrot there, set it off, and it, like, ripped right through the carrot. And then he's, like, had someone put their finger there and was like, do you trust me? Do you trust me? And they're, like, freaking out. And then he set it off, and in my head, it went through their finger. <laughs> And they were fine. And I was like, that's incredible. <laughs> I did later learn, like, much, much later in life. Hey, don't reveal. That, I'm not going to reveal the method. I'm going to reveal what actually happened. And it just stopped before it hit the finger. And Obviously. Well, yeah. I didn't, at three or four, I thought it went through. What did I just say about revealing? That didn't reveal the method. This revealed the performance. Like, everybody saw it not go through. Oh, it just stopped Eric's beforehand. Getting yeah. really serious. Why are oh, you like you're not, you're not, you're not. I'm not revealing the method at all. I'm literally saying what happened. I was just joking. I was no, being okay. facetious because we all know how joking. a guillotine works. We all know the idea. Like it's not actually chopping their their head off. Wait, like, what? I, was, I thought people got their heads chopped off back in the I day. I think the fake guillotine is a totally <laughs> different method. You're saying <laughs> chop the finger off? No. Okay. It was a mouse trap. Were you on your phone? Sebastian was. I was not attention. on my phone. I was listening Sebastian intently. Was on this his phone. is a reflection no, of not. how Sebastian's asking stupid questions because he didn't hear the story. So questions. let's go back to the stupid questions podcast. <laughs> I know, and refer back to that, which means I guess at the Did end. Did Eric of this, win the argument? 
No. I explained the story perfectly, well, and yeah. my viewer didn't listen. Thus, stupid question. Well, no, it's not no. the lecturer's well, I just it thought, is the I thought that you, you were need just... to redirect him and get the podcast well, back on track. Chelsea, in my <laughs> defense, I just thought that we're the host. You get the podcast back boring, on track. And I then decided to check my phone. That's that's. <laughs> That's that was true. the argument Eric, for the lecture of the podcast. Was a little monotone. Okay. I'm just talking shit, and I'm just making sure that we edit all this out. So. No, we're not going we're to. Keep most of this. I love it. Uh, so, yeah. So that's the that was the first trick. So I it was a mouse trap. I thought you were saying like the finger chopper. So yeah. I'm sorry. Was, I heard. I heard it went through the finger. That's and what he, he thought was he fine. saw. That's what I thought I saw. Three. At a young age, was that and then when finger. he was older, he realized it's not it what he it. saw. Yeah. Um, so that was the first trick I ever saw. Gotcha. How about you, Sebastian? Yeah, first um, magic trick. Sponge balls was on uh, was on vacation with my family in a Sponge Portuguese balls? hotel. Uh, this one guy who was not speaking any English shoved some foam balls oh. in my hand, and then I opened my hand and they were just, they multiplied. I remember it being like thirty sponge balls. I don't know if it actually was that many. I'm sure I'm over exaggerating, but that was the first trick I ever saw. Was sponge balls. Called me up on stage, put them in my hand, multiplied, and I freaked the hell out. <laughs> You're like, ah! Where did they come from? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I didn't get into it until a while after that, so it didn't profoundly impact me. But that was the first magic effect that I ever saw with SpongeBalls. Nice. When you were saying SpongeBalls, I honestly could. You said it so quickly. I thought it was one word and a location. I'm like. It is. I, it is one word. In, well, all right. I just it was not. I could not picture what you were talking about. Anyways, but it went through your hand. What? Sorry, I was on bro, the phone. Bro, it multiplied. <laughs> it was like so. Wait, he put was two there in a my hole hand. in your hand? There were no holes. It could be any hand, any sponge balls. All right, all right, go over it. Oh, <laughs> nice. The trick's done. I mean, the joke's done. Dang. All right. Uh, what was the first trick that captivated you? I went first last, so somebody else. Sebastian goes first. Yeah, because he was saying that SpongeBob wasn't the trick that got him into magic. So, what was the trick that got you into magic? I guess would be kind of what that question is. Sort of, I guess. I mean, captivated you in a sense of like made you want to know. Um, all magic makes you want to know. Card through window. That was the first one that I was like, insert ex- expletive here. That's magic. Jesus Christ, that is magic. Did you see that? In David Blaine, card okay. through window. Okay, on TV. He, uh, I no, I did not see person. that live. I'm like, no. who did card through window for you? Yeah, no, I wish. Amazing. I wish. But, like, I mean, at that point, I'd, I'd been kind of into magic, and I'd seen a couple things. I'd got this Bengali deck from the dollar store and stuff like oh, yeah. that. I love that Bengali deck. Yeah, yeah. But card through window is the first one that I saw, and I was like, oh, my God, that is magic. Yes. Yeah. Nice. I feel like if it can what about... Alright, you have time to think. We'll go mm-hmm. come back to you. But I, I'm wondering if you have another one that you saw in person. Because I feel like that also amplifies the magic when you see it in person. In person really does it. But because let me tell you what. David was, Blaine really like, yeah. just changed the game for magic. Yeah, back yeah, yeah. then that like everyone just watched his stuff and was for captivated, sure. I guess, is, is the you term know, that would be used. Unfortunately, the one David Blaine trick I... I remember very vividly, and I feel terrible because, like, it's really the only one that just stands out clearly in my mind is the one that he faked with the teeth. The teeth return to the yeah. yep. It's the for face. whatever the reason. That's like the only thing that's that stuck. Because that was the first time he did a trick where everyone went, "Okay, wait, that's literally too absurd." Like, but yeah. but he did just this last episode Perfect. two absurd things. Uh, 
things that seemed too absurd. Oh yeah, the, was what I meant to say. The, and the, so, but that was all on himself normally, like the swallowing the ring and pulling out that's the hanger. That's him. So it's just one of those things where I'm like, but I wasn't. I don't know. He's but producing but an alligator from Katy Perry's purse totally reasonable. Yeah. Oh, that was on the real and magic one. I think I, it was. All I'm saying is, by the time I wasn't into magic at all, so for me that. For that to stand out to me, I just feel like it's kind of random because he did a lots of in- amazing things, all that special. But yeah. I don't remember any of it, just that. And then it was like I feel like I didn't find out that it was fake until years later because I think yeah. I brought it up once, and you were the one that told me like, "Oh, that's that." That's the one. And I was like, "Oh, literally well, right uh, after that's, that." That's not the one. Not the one. <laughs> <laughs> he is semi faked other things with camera angles enhanced, enhanced for the TV. But the people still, the reactions are real. It's so. all the same effect that we Yeah, did. so I don't mind that at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, I can't argue. Uh, Anyways, that got a little de- derailed. What were you going to say, Eric, about what captivated? For me, it was, it's funny, because mine's now Spongebobs. But it was Sponge Bunnies. Mm-hmm. A magician in Orlando at SeaWorld was doing a table hopping, bouncing table to table. If you didn't know what table hopping was, let me... Uh, There's a talk down to you there <laughs> uh, and he came to our table I was like 7 or 8 and he did 3 card Monty with aluminum cards uh, with a dolphin on them and my brain instantly was like yeah I know how he's doing that it's like magnets and he's moving that dolphin because they carved from metal so it had to be that so I was like no, I'm not impressed uh, it wasn't he actually just did 3 card Monty um, with sleight of hand uh, and then he I, I assume could tell I was being incredulous, and so he did uh, the sponge bunnies on me, and then asked me, like, hey, what happens when uh, bunnies get in a dark place? So I was holding on to two, and I was like, I have no idea. <laughs> um, they multiply, if anyone didn't know. <laughs> That's, uh, funny. That's a funny you know. joke. <laughs> uh, but, uh, Great humor for kids' shows. So yeah. I love it. And so they, in fact, multiplied, and I had, you know, Sebastian had the experience with, like, 30 in my hand. Like, both hands now were, like, trying to hold on to these bunnies, and... And that was it. I was, it was game over for me from that day on. I had to know everything of how it all worked. And I pestered him uh, a ton until he wrote down Royal Road to Card Magic and Mark Wilson's Encyclopedia of Magic. I said, get those books. And I did. And that was all I had for about two or three years. And the world was never the same. No, it was not. God, it was not. All right. For me, for being captivated, I know... I mean, we've already told a story about when... You freaked mom out when yeah. we were really young. But for whatever reason, that didn't captivate me. I think her reaction was so over the top. Because I was like, I know it's magic. I don't even know what he did. I don't... Like, I just was like, eh, whatever. Like, it was crazy. But I think I was just enjoying her reaction. She was so angry that it wasn't about the magic. It was really about her in that moment. Because it was hilarious. So for me, I think mm-hmm. the first time that I just started losing my shit watching magic was mm-hmm. Dan Sperry. And mm-hmm. I think it's because he's a little bit... Eight, I mean, his performance style is like almost ADD. Like it's just so fast. It's like this and this, and you're looking here and then there, and then one dove appears here and then here, and, and it's also with this crazy like metal music. And I'm like in the crowd, like fist pumping, like yeah, oh my god, like I lost my shit watching mm-hmm. Dance Berry. And that was the first convention I went to. It was at um, Daytona. Daytona Magic, and he was the opening. Call when... back to Daytona. That's when you guys did your uh, yeah, coding. rock and yeah. roll, baby, rock and roll. And he was the opener, and it just got progressively worse. He should have been the closer. It did he get, was the best. It did get worse. But then he performed. The... But he had a callback. If he'd closed, he wouldn't have been able to come back as misdirection. 
Oh, right. He did have that. Sorry, if you don't get the reference, had to be there. Dan Sperry was wearing a dress, and it looked like he won a pageant. It was cool. Yeah. You remember this? Nope. What? He walked out on stage wearing the, the gown. He had the thing that on his, the sash. Misdirection. That said misdirection. And then he takes this heavy box of, like, tools, hammers, and shit, and drops it on the stage. And then everyone looks at him, and they look back, and this huge vase full of flowers has already disappeared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The world's, perfect... The world's fastest trick. Yes, the world's yeah. fastest trick. Vanishing pot of flowers. And it literally, you look at the thing as it hits the stage, you I mean, look back, and it's gone. He was the best person to yeah. be dressed in that. Yeah. It was hilarious. Yeah, I do remember that. It was perfect. And it got me perfectly. The direction, the misdirection oh, yeah. was flawless. You can't, so, yeah, you can't not look. You have to just yeah. look. Because yeah. it's more interesting than this bullshit flower face is going to disappear. There's a dude in a dress carrying a box? What is this? <laughs> and it makes a lot of noise. Uh, yeah, so anyway, it was Dan Sperry, and it was the Daytona Magic, and then we saw him again at the fall, like, after, oh, I guess it was months after Daytona Magic was Magic Live. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess almost a year later, and yeah. he was performing there, and it was, again, we saw, I saw it twice. Yeah, he was, he was super fun. <laughs> All right, so that's, that's me. Do you want to follow up one more with, like, an in-person? Um, no? I mean, for me, the joy that I always got from Magic and that captivated me and made me want to keep doing it was the response that I got from people. There wasn't a specific trick that I saw that made me think, oh, my God, that's so amazing. I need to figure out how that specific one works. I mean, I, it was a friend showed me a card trick mm-hmm. in second grade. I, he told me how he did it, and I forgot about it for a few years, and then I ended up performing it for my family, and they freaked out a couple years later, and it was because of the response that it got that I kind of started going online looking up more tricks. So the first magic trick that I saw in person that captivated me, I'm not 100% sure. I mean, there's been a bunch of times that that has happened. Uh, Tamarese comes to mind. Um, Kostya, first time I ever saw him at Daytona. Uh, poker test, Fair Casey. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I always hated that trick. Um, there was uh, Ryan Schluss. Bad reviews, I think. I think it's like got a, it's got a lot of five stars. I just got to give you a little shout out because I made fun of you five seconds ago. Oh but, my goodness! Uh, I get made fun of, and I don't get a shout out from either of y'all. Well, how many <sighs> five star reviews did you get? Yeah. On what? Exactly. That's. <laughs> I've got that's it on something. I'm sure. <laughs> Anyway, I did not. Um, I was not. I was not wonderstruck. I thought it was a good trick. I told you. I think that. I think it's great. Um, you didn't think that I was important enough to use for a quote. You thought Greg Wilson was cooler, and I respect that. Um, at the time. At the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh, uh, love Greg. Love Greg. Um, Do you feel like yeah. you have to say that though? No. No. I just. I mean, I don't have any personal beef with no, him. So. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Um, all right. Uh, okay. Yeah, no. There have been plenty of times that I've seen magic that has captivated me, but there was no one specific effect that I saw that was performed for me where I was like, "Oh my god, I want to become a magician." It was more I the guess, experience of doing it for people. I guess Dan Sperry also threw me off because I'd gotten a little bit used to, to like the traditional magic, card He's magic, very not yeah, very traditional. I, I I really had just been watching only card magic, and then for to watch that, it just it just threw me off completely and I just I was like I have it was mm-hmm. awesome anyways um when did you see real magic after you got into magic oh my god so many places I kind of actually wow great follow-up um Ryan Schlutz I hate you you beautiful son of a bitch um mm-hmm. 
he fooled the crap out of me when I was first getting into it. He's a local guy, lives right down the road. So whenever I was going to the local meetings, IBM, um, he would occasionally go to the meetings and it was just not fair. He'd fool me. And those were the first, I mean, I never told him that as a kid. I was the arrogant little, you know, 12 year old. It's like, oh, that's cool. I like your, like your use of that. Um, so he, he would fool me when I was first getting into it. And then, as I mentioned earlier, I saw Costa and Daytona, the, the cold just was one of those things that was very influential. Now I looked mm-hmm. at stuff. And the most fooling experience, the most mind-blowing, uh, was been Spanish magicians. Uh, there was MagicCon. Um, I don't know if you were I there. I was not at MagicCon. Uh, it was the first time that I ever saw Danny Dortiz perform. Okay. And that was back when he was first breaking onto the scene. And oh my god. Anyone that has seen him perform live knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, Danny he is, is a freaking animal. I, I had the David Blaine response that you see on every single special. I was running around in the back theater like, how the fuck is he doing this? Because it was just so, he just, you want this card, this card, this card, it's your choice, it's your life. It's your life. Yeah, no, he just didn't care. So like that was just the freedom of choice that he gave was really good. Uh, then Tamaris himself, so like the Spanish magicians. Um, you, have you seen Tamaris in person? Yes, at Genie. Yeah. Wow. So he did a workshop there a couple him. years ago, okay. which I went to, which was, it was supposed to be a two hour little thing and it turned into like a six hour because that's, that's how he does. Whenever he does a workshop, apparently he just, he's got so much that he wants to get out. He doesn't care. He's, you know, got a plane to catch whenever he has to leave the country. And so it was awesome. That was, yeah. I, that, that really changed a lot of how I view magic. And yeah. I realized that I'm never going to be as good as I want to be after watching him for yeah. that length of time. Yeah. Oh, talk. Is. He's oh. an artist. He really is. Yeah. Yeah, he's the best. What would you say? For seeing real magic. So, since I only, like, I didn't get to, like, go to lectures and all that until I think I was, like, 16 or 17, but I got into magic when I was, like, 8. And I just had books for a while, so I read way too much books. So then by the time I went to lectures, it wasn't that I knew everything, but it, like, I don't know, I could, like... I could deconstruct most everything that mm-hmm. I saw, and it just didn't really do much for me. And then, yeah, it was one. Then one right. kicked me in the face, mm-hmm. and I went, okay, none of that's possible. Like, it's 100, like, every bit of what he did had to be impossible, because my brain couldn't deconstruct anything I was seeing. Like, it was pure, real magic. Mm-hmm. And I've read uh, most of the books that he has out now, um... Gosh, what's the one that you just got or was just reading? Uh, Magic Way. Uh, you I recently, I, I, I bought Mnemonica off of you. I just still have not learned this back. I would never use it. Oh my God, it's so complicated. Yeah, yeah. Don't, um, don't learn Mnemonica. Yeah, don't no, I buy it. Yeah, don't. It's terrible. No, what's um, the, 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 like, super rare one? Because I have Magic Way. I have five points in Magic. Uh, There's the other I one. That wasn't, that wasn't, that wasn't um... Was it, are you thinking that? Oh, Sonata. Sonata. Sonata's like the only one I haven't even like touched yet. So I want to get that. But yeah, one was the one that like just destroyed me. So now I have all his material or everything I couldn't get my hands on the material wise. And so I know a good amount of what he's done or how it works, but I still just seeing him is magic. Like it's just real magic watching him perform. He is the Mad Hatter. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's the most fascinating magician I've ever seen live. And then yeah, Danny De Ortiz is like right behind him. Gosh, Danny's so fun. And then 
Next, I'm just going to rattle off names now, would be Joe Barry, though. Okay, I was I was going to say Joe Barry. Joe Barry. Seeing that... And Magic Live. Yeah, the lecture at Magic Live. Just yeah. made me feel stupid. He well, would do something yeah. that would make me freak out, and then he would instantly teach it, and I would go, are, are you Yeah, kidding? it's... Oh my goodness, it like, was crazy. Half the time, and I can just tell you one of his methods right now that... Even knowing it, you'll be fooled because I saw him perform again a year later. Yeah, the method of half the time he's just looking at the cards with you. I don't know why you're shaking your head. I knew that method and I saw him perform again and it fooled me again. I just don't think we should say that. I don't, like, without his permission. Like, if he's teaching this at lectures, but I don't know. He he looked at the cards. He does it right in front of you. He's with you. Going, all right. And then he fools you. And then he's like, But now you're pointing it out to people to look. I don't know. He taught it. And I saw him perform months later and it still fooled me. All right. It fooled me at the Magic Castle a week later. All right. Little explanation. I don't think it's going to help anyone. You can't stop the J pair. Yeah. Even if you know. Just know. You can go in. You're not an immovable object. I saw him lecture and then perform a week later at the Magic Castle and still fooled me with everything. Yeah. I was like, you just taught that and I'm still not positive how you just did it though. Right. Okay. Even though I know the method, watching him do it, I'm like, nope. Doesn't (laughs) actually make sense. Because gotcha. all his methods don't make sense. He tells you what it is, and you're like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, like, it's you, crazy. You can't really be doing that because it's too easy. But apparently he is. Well, yeah. I've tried some of his work, and I, I don't know. I was going to say Joe Barry as well. And then I don't remember their names, Eric. You probably will, hopefully will. Names, more than the, one person. Yes, it's the couple that does um, the coding. Cl- they're clairvoyants. Clairvoyance. That's what they go oh by. Oh my god! That to me, because we got to see, we got to see both their show. We got to see them perform yeah. twice in a row, and it was, and it was still like there was. I couldn't deconstruct anything. Un- that like okay. I mean, I know it's a code. You're right. I forgot about. I them. know. I I know. Obviously, they're coding, but that's it. And, yeah. and I don't know how. I don't understand. I remember sitting watching them, and then having another magician, Kevin Smart. Just lean in and just go, okay, remind me again, Eric, why are we doing magic? I was like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's, like, it's literally unbelievable. Like, I I don't understand. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's I some think of the best I've ever seen in my life. That might be the most. If not, if not, yeah, they might. Yeah, if I go down to like, I truly just don't know. Because with one, I've read his stuff. Danny, I've seen him lecture. Joe, I've seen him Dude, lecture. Yeah, the know. clairvoyance, I don't. I still. I don't have no know. idea how they're doing the code. I don't have a clue how it works. Well, that's the beautiful thing about code is that they're all different. No one releases it. You kind of just have to just go just okay. do your own thing. So they are very. I mean, do they fight? I wonder. They're like this in tune married couple, and I'm just like, how they just seem so in sync. I'm like, what's a fight like for them? What makes them get angry at each? It's a I very short conversation. <laughs> they just code it. Yeah. <laughs> they just know. Like, yeah. oh man, you're right. Honey, do you have any chapstick? I'm so sorry that I said that like seven <laughs> hours ago. I did not mean to. <laughs> Alright, any final thoughts? Any last magician you want to brag on that you love? Spaniards. <laughs> Danny, Juan, I love you. Sebastian. Oh, stop it. Okay. No, don't stop. But really, cut it out. Sebastian's one of the best magicians. You're just saying that. I mean, I am, but it's not a lie. Stop. Best at what? I do Um, a lot of stuff very well. (laughs) 
not let him answer that one. <laughs> Took control there. I'm sorry. I was Are little, we all conceited. tired? Right I'm very now? tired. Yeah, I'm pretty exhausted. This. I feel like you can tell that we're losing steam real fast. Yeah, I think that you can tell we just stopped giving a shit about it. Well, we're done. we care. We're done. We're done. We have to cut out. We're done. <laughs> we're done. Did you actually hit it yet? Thanks for listening to the Slighted Podcast. Tell your friends. All this was put on by Pinnacle Spades Productions.